is up guys and welcome to episode 17 of four life trading cards podcast slash video series um if you guys didn't notice there uh i did decide to change the name from four life basketball cards to four life trading cards the reason is guys i'm not just investing in basketball cards anymore um i have you know broadened my horizons to different um sports and stuff like that so as you guys may or may not know i'm super into soccer right now as well um, as well as I flip and buy Pokemon cards. Um, so not just basketball cards anymore, so I decided to change the name. As well as I'm going to be doing some other sort of creative stuff with it. So I thought trading cards worked well instead of just specifically basketball cards. Um, although my favorite thing is basketball cards. Um, but kind of for today's video, I wanted to talk about how I've invested in Hall of Fame players that haven't been inducted to the Hall of Fame yet, but will um, be, um, and kind of how I go about that and what cards I'm buying, um, of those players and all that good stuff. Um, the reason is I've kind of noticed, um, a lot of people have been DMing me about it. Um, and if you guys have been following me for a little bit, you know, I've talked about these guys before, um, but I kind of wanted to make one video just because I've seen people put out videos of like tricks and stuff like that. I just want to let you guys know this hall of fame, investing in hall of fame players, there's no really trick to it at all. Um, it's just putting the time in to see trends. Um, and that's really kind of all, if you go down to the core of it, sports cards are and in investing and flipping. Um, if you want to go to get down to the core, especially if you're somebody new coming into the hobby, um, the main gist of it is basically if you can be able to see trends and are good at, you know, seeing what's going to happen in, within the future and you take the past history and you learn off of it and you build off that, then you're, you're going to, you're going to be doing a good job in sports cards. Um, so that's basically how Hall of Fame, um, buying Hall of Fame cards work. Um, basically I, the recent ones I've done, which I've talked about before are three different cards, um, two players, um, and specifically for basketball. Um, so basically the people who are going to be eligible or the players who are going to be eligible for the Hall of Fame this coming year. Um, there's three solid you know, guys, it's going to be Kobe Bryant, which my favorite player of all time. I think he's top five all time. I think he's, in my head, he's the GOAT. Um, but he's going to be Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, um, and as well as Tim Duncan. So I decided to invest in two out of the three of those guys over the last couple months. Now, why two out of the three? And who were my two out of the three? Uh, basically, my two out of the three were... Kobe Bryant and Kevin Kevin Garnett. Um, so the reason I didn't invest in Tim Duncan, because um, if you look at it, I guess if you said who had the better career, Tim Duncan or Kevin Garnett, it would one hundred percent be Tim Duncan. But it's not always about the better career. Um, culture matters a lot in sports cards. I think a lot of the older you know, collectors and stuff, they just care about the player. But especially when you're making an investment and stuff, um, it's it there's a big majority of it is culture. Look at a guy like Kobe Bryant, the black mamba, um, you know, wore the wore the purple and gold for twenty years. You know, that's that's culture right there. Everybody knows Kobe. You go to China they know Kobe, you go to Europe, they know Kobe. Everybody knows Kobe. Um everybody loves Kobe, especially here in California, especially in Southern California. Um, but Kobe is part of, you know, culture. Um, you look at Kevin Garnett, 
when he was playing, he was a dog. He was ferocious. Um, he had a swag to him. Um, he has a TV. I think he has a show right now. I, I don't know if it got... Uh, it was like Area 51 or something like that. Um, but I don't know if it got um, canceled. I think it did. Um, but I think he's in a new movie coming out too. Um, he's got over 2 million followers, I believe, on Instagram. Um, so definitely a part of culture. Um, but then there's Tim Duncan, a guy that has... You know, five championships, I believe, all with the Spurs. I believe 20-plus years playing. Um, but, I mean, when you look at him, and if you look at the cards, there's not really anybody who's like a, in my generation at least, that's a diehard Duncan fan. Or, I don't know, like, just, I mean, you look at, I don't, I don't even know if he has an Instagram I don't know who, how many people are following him and stuff like that. And that stuff might sound silly to you, but it really does matter. Um, and you look at his cards, you know, they're not selling for too much. Um, there's just not a lot of demand for Duncan. Now, better player than Garnett, but culture-wise just wasn't really there. Popularity-wise wasn't really there. Um, so that's basically how I picked the two out of the three. Um, personally, I think Duncan is a hell of a player. Um, you know, people think he's top... 10 probably all time um I wasn't a big fan of him so I don't know but yeah those are my two th- two out of those are my two guys that I chose um so basically I've been let me just bring you guys out the first card I've been talking about this card for a while now if you guys have been following me I've been kind of like hounding it into people to buy this card buy this card buy this card and there's a specific reason for it um uh, so the first one is going to be that 1996 tops Kobe Bryant 138 this is not the chrome one so this is just the normal one. So to compare this in today's world of a, you know, prisms, um, that chrome one would be considered a silver. And this one would just be considered the base prism if you wanted to kind of give an example for that. So, um, I mean, I was telling people to buy this like three months ago, guys, for right around 120. I mean, in June, I think they're 100. Um, so I was telling people to buy this at 120, 120, 120. They did creep up to 140, 150. Um, so personally, I did buy nine of them. Um, so here are my nine right here. Um, and I bought most of them around 120. Um, and then like a couple at 130. And then I think like one at 140 or 150 at a card store. Um, and then I was also telling people to buy the raw cards of these. At that time, they're around four, five, six dollars. Um, so, I mean, these are these are cards that... You look at the Chrome card of this right now, they're selling for $2,000, guys. Um, so I thought at 120 this was super undervalued. And I was also comparing it to the LeBron um, 221. That was kind of like the non-Chrome of the 111 LeBron. Um, and though that one was selling for 500 So at this at 120 seemed like a steal. Um, so I was picking those up, and I was telling people to pick them up. Um, right now, guys, this exact card, a bunch of them sold yesterday on eBay. For a little over $200 a pop each. So again, guys, this card that I was telling everybody, 120, 120, 120, now they're selling for around 200 And I think it's just going to continue to go up. Now, the good thing about a guy like Kobe, um, a lot of the times what happens with Hall of Fame guys, right when they creep into the getting into the Hall of Fame, um, and then right like once they get inducted or right before they get inducted, once the hype builds up and it kind of crashes, then the cards slowly you know, depreciate again. The one thing about, I think about Kobe though, I think his card, since he's such an iconic player, um, top five, 
um, in my head, top 10, you know, guaranteed and probably everybody's um, list um, is he, he will always appreciate, in my opinion, just because he's that iconic of a player. Um, so um, I don't know if I'm just going to be selling these, you know, right when they he gets close to the Hall of Fame. Um, just because I think they will appreciate you even more eventually in the long run if I wanted to keep these as like a long-term card um, to pass on, I don't know, to my kid or something, but hopefully that's not too soon. Um, but um, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I do think Kobe is a real, real safe bet. Um, and especially if you want to make a quick flip for the Hall of Fame coming up, yes, definitely buy it, boom, sell it whenever the you know he gets um, chosen to be in the Hall of Fame right around that time. You could do that as well and make a nice profit. Um, these Raws guys were selling for like, again, four, five, six dollars. I think they're selling. I think they're selling for around fifteen dollars. I want to say now. Um, I do have a couple of these in grading. Um, again, you guys, this card is a little bit tougher to grade, just because it has the white borders. Um, so when you are buying this card, just make sure when you're buying it. Just do a surface inspection, guys. Look at the back of the card. Look at the centering. The centering is going to be very important, especially with a white-bordered card because you can see if it's off-centered pretty easily. Um, and it's an older card, guys, so, you know, the chance of it getting into 10 isn't as high as, you know, like a, a you know, 2018, 2019 card, but you do have a potentially good shot. And if you buy this for 4 5 6 bucks, 10 bucks to grade, you're in at 14 then you get a PSA 10. You know, you're looking at a $200 card. That's a nice profit. And then if you get a PSA 9, let's say, um, I think those are selling right around $30. So you break even kind of. Um, but I guess the Raws are more expensive now. So you probably wouldn't at this point. But if you did it a couple of months ago, you would have. It's going to be interesting where those, if the PSA 9s do creep up on that card though. Um, and then the other, so Kevin Garnett, there's two cards I was basically looking at. The first one was his 1996 Tops. Uh, I believe it's the 237. Um, this card's like literally 20 bucks, guys. Um, it's a pretty, it's not going for much right now. Um, you can pick it up, and then this is just going to be a card that right when he gets, uh, when it's announced that he'll get in the Hall of Fame, right when his prices start to go up from there, I'll just sell this bad boy. Um, I mean, it's not a card where like it's going to be my personal collection. I'm, not, I'm a Laker fan, so, you know, he's a Celtics dude. Um, so. Not a card I'll be keeping, card that I'm going to be looking on a nice return on investment. And then the other one was the 1995 Stadium Club um, PSA 10. These sell right around $30 to $50 right now. Not too many of these are like out there on pop reports, um, so it's pretty rare. So, I mean, I could probably... This is a card where I literally could see this being a $200 card when he gets when it's announced that he'll get into the Hall of Fame. Um, it's just such a select few amount of these cards and it's kind of like the higher up card of the tops one that I showed you. Um, so I think this card will do fairly well for me. And I think the uniform is like, I don't, I don't think there's a lot of cards out there with Garnett with this, uh, blue and green uniform. So it's going to be interesting to see where this card goes. Um, another card that I'll definitely be flipping. Um, so I do have four of them. Um, so that is a card to look at. Again, there's not too many of them out there, so you have to be patient um, and looking at them pretty constantly. Um, again, guys, there's not. It's. I want to be super straightforward, you guys. It's there's no trick. Again, what all this stuff that I've 
um, like I've been bought. I've just done the research on it. Uh, again, this Kobe, no brainer to me in my head. I was I compared it to the Chrome Kobe, which was selling um, for around two grand, and then I compared this to a LeBron, you know, base card, and I saw the difference in prices, and I thought this was super undervalued. Um, and we've seen it; it's basically doubled in the last month. Um, so really, really cool to see. Um, and yeah, guys, so thank you for watching. Um, yeah, you guys probably know me from Instagram at for life Bas or at for life trading cards now. Um, and then I also have a TikTok at for life trading cards. Uh, and then I also have a Twitter page at for life trading cards. Um, and then if you're watching on Spotify, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, please, please, please subscribe and like, and tell somebody about this, um, video series. I would appreciate it. It will help out a ton for me. Um, and then if you want to get to know me on a personal level, uh, I have an Instagram page at Big Sosh that you can um, follow me at. But I'm on app for life trading cards like 95% of the time. So appreciate it, guys. I'll see you next time.